Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialists. Good morning and welcome. It's time for the Retirement Clinic. This is WISN. Thanks for joining us today from the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialist, Marie McFarland and Chauncey Weisensell are your hosts. Welcome back to both of you. Good morning, Chauncey. Fantastic to be here. Yeah, Marie, you too. Good, good morning to you. Good morning. We hear your voice, your lovely voice. Yes. On the Mark Belling Show during the 3 and 5 p.m. news blocks. During those market updates. Yes, along with all my great teammates. Yes, of course. Like Chauncey, you're a part of those reports. Yes. You only get a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Just a quick 60 seconds on what's going on that day in the markets and maybe a little something about how it relates to you. And it does relate to us. It relates to our retirement plan. So then we get to fast forward to Saturdays, we get a full hour on the retirement clinic. We'll give you a little background. We focus on what you do, Marie, at the Coal Investment Group, your niche. It's all about retirement. Yes, all retirement, all day, every day, which is great. And so uh, helping our clients planning progress for that plan big for, day for retirement. Yep. Whenever that day is, we we're just talking about age. I'll I'll say it. I'm 57. <laughs> I'm you know you start thinking about it. When is it possible, uh, Troncy? You don't just roll the dice and gamble and guess about retirement, you have to have a plan, right? Yeah. It's good to put a plan in place. Come meet with uh, any of our wonderful teammates at Kowal. Um, we're happy to sit down with you, um, go through the process and see, you know, can you retire? And if you're not on track, you know, what, what can we do to help get you there? Exactly. Coming up with a retirement plan. So we got a lot to do on the show. As usual, we have the boss segment coming up to start the second segment, Business Owners, Savings, and Security. Get it, the acronym BOSS. So we've got that. We've got the Wealth Management and Preservation segment in the second half of the show to start out the program. Oh, one more thing. I should give out the phone number for the Kowal Investment Group. If you have questions, we urge you to call. They've got one number, many locations. I'll give you those in a bit. The phone number, 262-522-4040. Any retirement questions about that you have, Call the Cobalt Investment Group, 262-522-4040, or their website is fantastic, thekowalway.com, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. Chauncey, you've got some topics to kick off today's retirement clinic. Yeah, and me me and Marie are kind of going to tag team this one. Um, Some good information here to start. We're going to discuss four barriers to break down for successful retirements. Um, and so obviously it's been a tough last year and a half or so with the economy, politics, um, you know, the drop in the markets last year, some volatility to start off the year, though things have been generally good this year if you stayed in the market, um, kept a cool head, stayed invested, but you're fighting with interest rates, inflation. So there's just been a lot going on recently. Um, and for a lot of people uh, who are retiring or nearing retirement, these issues are on top of their mind, and there's some significant barriers to hurdle there um, as they're getting ready for their retirement. So as I mentioned, the past year, if you look prior to last year, right, there had been a really nice run in the markets. Um, Things have been positive. People felt really good about their retirements. They're great. Things are going to be awesome. It was one heck of a bull run. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Remember every show, every Saturday is like, well, this bull run continues. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Seemed like every week, right? Yeah, pretty much. I think they said about 13 years or so. It was just a really great run. Um, 
unfortunately it had to <laughs> it had to end at some point right um, but now it's leaving a lot of people with some more anxiety and worry and some negative feelings around retirement um, and so we'll talk a little bit about some of those barriers that people go through um, and the first one um, is just you don't know where to begin right and maybe if you're starting to think about retirement or you've accumulated a decent amount of assets and you just you don't know where to go from there um, and so that can be um, a big hurdle to clear. Um, and so you realize the majority of the process, it can seem overwhelming. And right, a lot of times if something's overwhelming, it can cause you to procrastinate, right? I know if I don't want to do something or I'm dreading some making a call or having a meeting or something like that, um, my personal life, I'll get to that next month. I'll push it off. I'll reschedule this. And, well, it's human nature, procrastination. Yeah, especially if it's something that makes you feel kind of uncomfortable and you don't feel overly confident about Um and so try not to procrastinate, right? You know, pick up the phone, call an advisor, uh, you know, give us a call. Um, none of the advisors that call, they don't bite, at least as far as I know. No, and <laughs> you might say, well, it's too late. I, I, it's just too late. It's never too late, is it? No, it's no. never too late. You know, we have people that have already retired. They come in and meet with us. Um, and so, you know, we specialize in helping people who are getting near retirement or are already retired. Um, and so, you know, a lot of times you can make some small changes to your plan and it can maybe make it go from, eh, I don't know how well it looks to, oh, this actually looks really good and it can make you feel a lot more confident. That and I guess, Marie, I'll ask you this, and this is a little bit off topic, but you're not close to retirement. You're not in retirement. It's the opposite. You're just starting your career. You're in your low 20s, but you've got the opportunity to start saving now. Your advice, I'm sure, is going to be, please start. Yes, Please start because you'll have all those years to have the compounding um, accumulation. And personally, I know that when you start making money, if you take money away from yourself, it's much easier and you don't adapt to the lifestyle of what your income is. So live off less right away. And then in the future, you'll be able to live off more, which is exciting and potentially have a work optional lifestyle before retirement age. Put that so well. It's probably a tough pill to swallow at first. A, you're always going to have an excuse. I'm not making that much. I need every cent. Then in the 30s, you might be getting into family or kids. Well, now we need money yes. for that. Then, and on it goes. And all of a sudden, you're 45 or 50. Believe me, that's how life goes. Yeah. My kids are now <laughs> getting married, and I they're in their late 20s, Marie. I'm like, yeah. what happened? And then they'll have grandkids, and you'll want to spend yes. money on the grandkids. And then the next thing you know is you aren't saving money still. <laughs> it it's, goes by in the blink of an eye. Yes. However, does. you do need to save. So the sooner the better. And even one year can make a di- difference. I'll go to my grandpa's advice. And I told Jeff this. He, he laughed because my grandpa was a very conservative farmer, a dairy farmer. But he saved. And he said, Paul... If you get a 401k plan and they match, take it. Even if they don't match, take it. Granted, this was now 34 years ago. Mm. My first job was WBKV in West Bend. They offered full benefits, just like they do here at iHeart. I took it. Chauncey, no brainer. But he said, pay yourself first. Mm -hmm. I never quite understood what that mean there. Grandpa Clarence, what does that mean? Pay yourself first. Put aside the savings first. Then do what you want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's very powerful to build that habit early on and- um, you know, and if you've done a really nice job um, building that habit and you've sacrificed your whole life to get to this point now where, you know, you can retire, um, you know, kind of take the next step in planning for retirement and meeting with an advisor and kind of going through those things. Um, and kind of the solution to not knowing where to begin is to just un- 
maybe sit down and put some thought into what do I need and what do I want, right? And so kind of look at your needs. You know, what are my goals? What do I need on a monthly basis to live on? Um, but then also, what are your wants? Do you have some dream of owning a lake home up north and maybe you never thought it was possible, but you come in and say, oh, things look really good. Maybe it's possible. And you're always going to kind of think, oh, well, I can never do that. But if you take the steps, meet with an advisor, meet with us, um, maybe it's possible for you. And sometimes wants aren't always a home or it could be a smaller thing. I want yeah. to golf more than I can now because I'm busy working. I don't have the time to golf. Yeah, exactly. Time for hobbies and time with your family and you know all the things that you can't really buy. Right. Not everything costs money. Taking a yeah. walk mm-hmm. is free, right? Yeah. Last time I checked. <laughs> Most of the time. Most of the time, it depends. (laughs) If you're in a park, you might have to pay admission, right? Uh, But yeah, not everything is an expensive, huge, you know, traveling to Europe kind of thing. It can be, I just want to do this more often. Yeah, and to see, like I said, don't procrastinate, you know, call an advisor, meet with us. Um, And and you don't want to have to worry about all the things that come along with retirement and the planning, right? Investment management, income planning, tax strategies, legacy, healthcare, all those things. You shouldn't have to worry about those once you're retired. We like to say, you know, offload that stress to us uh, and to your advisor. Um, Okay, let's talk about that, Marie. I've heard this uttered. Aaron Cole said it to me once. He goes, Paul, outsource that stress to me. Yeah, that's we a common phrase. We will take care of it, right? Yes. That is kind of essentially what you guys do. Yes. Um, and that kind of goes into the next barrier. So having a retirement mindset. So kind of going on to that stress conversation, um, I would say last year, you know, when clients may have retired in 2021 or retired in 2022 and then 2022 Right, we saw what could happen to a portfolio and the ability to have somebody you can call and walk through that and navigate the emotions of what you're seeing and understanding, you know, am I still okay? That's huge. Especially on the heels of what Chauncey's mentioned. Yes. 13 years of a nice bull run, right? Yes. All of a sudden, okay, things aren't, and no market can sustain that. Correct. There's always going to be ups and downs. Yes. Um. So- Again, having a mindset, a retirement mindset. So this is one of the barriers. I would say, for example, we just talked about having the emotional, right? So having us on your side when you have to go through those emotional changes. The other shift is going to be from your mind, or I should say from you saving. So you have the saving mind, right? We just talked about, right, start saving, pay yourself first, get in that habit. Well, then we get in that habit for 40 years And then all of a sudden we have to switch that habit of not saving anymore and turning around and spending. So I think helping yourself understand that you are going to make a massive shift from accumulation to preservation and distribution. And that can be tough for people. And so really sitting down and, you know, getting it like Chauncey had said, making sure you understand your budget um, and then helping we help our clients kind of navigate what that feels like. Especially. Think about that. 35 years of, or 40 years or more, whatever it is, getting that paycheck on a regular basis. And all of a sudden, Marie, boom, done. Yes. Quickly, too. Like instantly, right? Instantly gone. <laughs> okay. But I'm still spending. I yes. have to live. We have <laughs> your to buy expenses groceries. don't change. Yeah. That's right. Sometimes they may go up depending on your lifestyle. Exactly. So the solution to this is just making sure you understand all areas of your financial house. And so Chauncey had pointed or alluded to this before, too, is, you know, there's multiple um, 
things you have to keep in mind when you're preparing for retirement. One is going from that saving to spending. And then the two is creating your own retirement paychecks, right? So you no longer have an employer that's providing those paychecks. You yourself, you are your employer. So exactly what your grandpa said, you paid yourself and now you get to continue to pay yourself, right? In a different way. Uh, God bless Grandpa Clarence. <laughs> he was smart. <laughs> he did things right. He, he said it took me time slowly. You know, think about it. You're a Wisconsin dairy farmer. You're, you're not multimillionaire. It takes years to save. Yes. But he did. I remember the one car he bought was new, and that was the first time he bought a new car. He was so proud of it. Aw. And he loved it. And, and a lot the, of expenses, too, for yeah, farming industry. Yeah, farming. And, and the, those days, not that the mom and pop dairy farm is gone, but it, that landscape has changed. Mm-hmm. You know, So everything has changed in the last 30, 40 years. Chauncey said, too, just the last three years, given COVID, the market, just stress. Mm-hmm. America seems to be stressed out more than ever right now. It does seem like that. Right? Am yeah. I wrong? Unhappier. Stressed and unhappier. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you pick the reason. It could be anything. Yes. Everybody's got a different reason. Uh, but whatever it is, what makes you happy? Money doesn't buy happiness. Correct. It's or, the time, right? I think it's time. I, I, think I guess we could all argue this. I, I would say this. Money doesn't hurt. <laughs> True. <laughs> but I know a lot of people. Just look at, the, look at Hollywood. Yes. There are people that are loaded miserable. that are miserable. Yep. And have all kinds of addiction problems. So it doesn't certainly buy happiness. Yeah, I agree. But it's necessary. We need savings. Yes. So pay yourself first and then get that mindset of shifting from having a paycheck come in from your employer to, again, having a paycheck come from yourself. Now, those paychecks, right? So you'll work with us to figure out where are we getting those paychecks from. Social security timing is going to be um, a pretty important part of your financial house. The pension, so if you do have a pension, right, your pension election will be an important part of your financial house. Um, and understanding tax minim- minimization, healthcare expenses, that's a big one. Oh, that's huge. So understanding what that will look like in retirement, um, I think that's a really hard one for people to digest because you come off of working for 30, 40 years and it's kind of... You don't even think about it, right? No, it you just take it for comes granted. out of your paycheck and right. you have no idea right. what the cost truly is. You only know what you pay. Or know how much the company is paying yes. for your health care. Yes. Here's my premium for these two weeks. I see it coming out of my check. That's great. Boy, oh boy, all of a sudden you stop and that's gone. Now you have to either privatize, right? Yes. Or if you're 65. Or go on Medicare. You go yeah. on Medicare, but you've got to be 65. Have, yes. Um, so that's going to be a big, important part of your financial house. Um, other than that, I would say, like Truncy had mentioned, legacy planning. Again, we're helping clients understand what are they trying to achieve long-term beyond their retirement um, and really making sure, again, their financial house, their retirement financial house is has the foundation, the walls, and a solid roof. Founder of the Kowal Investment Group, Jeff Kowal, was on last week, and he stressed that he's a big football fan. I think he likes football. We were talking about the Packers and the new Jets series on Hard Knocks. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It's on the old HBO Max, which is just mm-hmm. called Max. Anyway, I did see episode one. Well worth it. I love football. He said, think about it. Fall is the perfect time, Paul, to get your financial playbook in order. You've got time. You mentioned tax moves, Marie, right? So to take your RMDs to make qualified charitable distributions, and he wanted to stress on last week's show, and he said for the rest of the year how important this time of the year is. It is. 
you're wrapping up the rest of the year truly which is crazy to say out loud um but you really are getting ready to wrap up 2023 and then obviously making sure your financial house is in order for 2024 tying back to what i just said one of those retirement barriers if retirement is for you in 2024 this is a massive right it's going to be a massive shift and you need to be prepared for it big change in lifestyle chauncey right Yes, it's a big change, um, and there's lots of barriers to that. And the third barrier that we have here um, is that you're just paralyzed by volatility in the markets, right? And this happened to a lot of people last year. You did nothing out of fear, right? Either you were afraid to be invested, you're afraid to retire, you're you know, basically afraid to do anything with your portfolio because it was down and you just don't know what to do. Um, and it could really become all-consuming, right? You see it in the news, you see it on social media, everywhere you go. Listen to the market reports. Oh, oh man, social media, first off. Let's yeah. just talk about that. Don't take advice from Facebook or, no. you, or my buddy that I went to high school with. I saw stuff. Get out now. You know, everything's going to come crashing. That's the worst time to get out, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's I'm, still going on, too. Yeah, yeah. And people can go into panic mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand the emotions. I'm there, too. I've got, you know, I've been saving for years, but. You don't want to sit there and try to time the market and go all the cash, Johnsey. No, and you can go all the cash, and maybe you miss a little bit of the downside, but you've still probably taken a pretty lo- big lump. And when do I get back in? Right? When is the market going to swing back? And um, you know, if you had gotten out in October last year, that was pretty much the low point, and you've missed a, a pretty nice run so far this year. I mean, for the eight months, it's. Granted, it's been flat or down a little bit here or there, but it's been a really nice trend upwards this year. So think about missing that little surge we've had. Yeah, you'd still be down if you were down 20% last year and you got out, you'd still be down 20% instead of maybe you've made half of that up now or or something to that effect. Don't people sometimes refer to that as chasing the market, right? You're always chasing after something, so you're, Mm -hmm. you're reacting to news that already happened. Yeah. And inevitably, you're going to probably miss time the next move. Yeah. And you see that a lot, right? And like last year, value stocks, so stocks that pay dividends held up really nicely. So a lot of people this year, they're like, oh, let's buy value stocks and let's do this. And we want companies that pay dividends. And now you're sitting here and you're seeing the NVIDIAs and the metas of the world and yeah. Google growth companies really just exploding and driving the, the market. And if you bought some of those value stocks, you're probably relatively flat this year. Um, and so- don't chase returns, you know, hold a diversified portfolio. Um, that can really help, right? Holding a diversified portfolio can help you kind of minimize some of that volatility. So you have some of those growth, value, small companies, international companies, all sorts of different things just to help minimize some of the volatility and just trust your portfolio. Long-term is going to get you a good return and get you where you're trying to go. Um, and one of the solutions to being paralyzed by kind of the volatility in the markets, right, is control what you can control. And if this is the hand you've dealt, do what you can. And there's some good things you can do when the market's down. Um, you know, you can look at doing a Roth conversion. You know, if the market's down, move that money from an IRA, pay the taxes, put in a Roth. And as the assets go back, all the growth on that money is now tax-free. Um, you can look at doing tax-loss harvesting if you have taxable accounts and locking in losses. Um, and kind of contrary to what a lot of people say, you can get more aggressive with your investments. Right, if you got more aggressive in October, good run up to now, um, and it would have helped you come back a little bit quicker. So control the things that you can control, and keep in mind that retirement is going to last for a long time. You don't need all the money right away, um, and so you know that's that's one of the other barriers that people are worried about. Yeah, I would say that barrier that Chauncey just went through—that's like a continuous, right? It will never yeah. go away, and so I think that's one powerful thing about working with us. 
as you have Troncy or myself or any advisor on the team who will be there for you during the chaos because everybody always says this time's different, this time's different, right? Every single time. We and do we need to make a change? Uh, somebody, I don't want to say talk you off the ledge, but I'll say it. Somebody to talk you off the oh, ledge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had clients call last year and say, please talk me off the ledge. <laughs> like those were their exact words. Well, okay. So. <laughs> and COVID, remember the initial yes, drop? same thing. What, three years ago now? Roughly? Which is crazy to think, but yes. About yeah. 30, 33% a third? Yes. Okay, yeah, your initial reaction. Oh my gosh, let's get out. Yes. And think how if quick you had done that. that. Mm-hmm. And how quick it came back. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that so was... that one, what Chauncey had just mentioned, if you can't time it, that's like a perfect example of how short of a window you had. And if you didn't get back in, you probably didn't, you know, you got up when it was in the highs, right? You put your money in while it was in the highs. That's right. And so, we can't. So all of this being said, Chauncey, you don't want to overreact. You don't want to underreact. We can still make changes within our portfolio, right? You're not saying, I don't think we've ever said set it and forget it. In fact, just the opposite with your retirement plan. Yeah, it's there's nothing wrong with keeping an eye on things and you know making small strategic changes from time to time, rebalancing your portfolio, different things like that. But you don't ever want to overreact and try to go into cash or you know jump completely in the market just because you feel like you're missing out on returns or anything like that. And you know these are things that, like you said, we help our clients with all the time. You know, calls, meetings. Um, about the market, making sure, all right, just stick to the plan. We built a good plan and trust the plan. I think history has proven that's the way to do it. Yes. I mean, the market over the last, what, 80 years? Well, you also hear the 4% rule. Yes, the 4%. There's, there's all kinds of the rule of 72. I've heard them all, right? <laughs> there's rules of thumb. Basically, start saving as soon as you can and stay committed to that. And along the way, there will be bumps in the road. Yes, Lots of bumps in the road, but have partners that can help you get through that. Those partners could be the Cowell Investment Group. You know what? We haven't talked about your locations, and it's probably time to sneak in our, our first break. Chauncey, did we nail all those barriers you wanted to? Uh... I, yeah, we did. You sound like you want to say something. No, I'll get back to that one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, after the break, we'll PS on that. How's that sound? We have a little PS. And then we're going to talk more. We'll hear the boss segment, business owner savings and security. We'll get into wealth management and preservation. However, the Kowal Investment Group, world headquarters, Waukesha, up in Ozaukee County, in Port Washington, in office in Phoenix, Arizona, in Racine, that's right off the freeway at Highway 20, in Heartland, and soon-to-be, guys... Delafield. Delafield. Yeah. Marie, will you be in that office? I'll be in Delafield. I heard some rumors. Yes. Chauncey will be too. <laughs> yes. Oh, both of you will be. Yes. Yep. Jeff, I think, right, was yeah. talking about it. That will be open and we will announce when that opening happens. But if you're in that area, Lake you know, Lake Country, Delafield will be a fantastic location. Otherwise, we mentioned the world headquarters in Waukesha. All those locations, one website, thekowalway.com, or call. Any retirement question, 262 262- Five two two forty forty. Also on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. All of those connections are on that website. So just check out thekowalway.com. And a quick break coming up here. WISN's Retirement Clinic with Chauncey Weisensell and Marie McFarland. I'm Paul Cronforst. We'll be right back. Welcome back. 
back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. Business owners wear many hats to keep things running smoothly. Consequently, this can mean leaving themselves vulnerable to financial planning mistakes. One common mistake that business owners make is assuming their company is financially healthy as long as they meet payroll, stay current on taxes, and receive payments from customers. While these items are important from a bookkeeping standpoint, they do not necessarily address financial planning. Be sure to focus on tax-saving opportunities and how you manage tax liabilities as these are key components of a proper financial plan. Another common mistake is mismanaging cash flow. Business owners need to ensure that the handling of cash inflows and outflows are aligned with the long-term vision for their company. Remember, the primary goal of your business is to build value and generate revenue. A well-designed financial plan keeps you focused and enables you to evaluate opportunities in line with your overall plan. To learn more about common financial planning mistakes or to receive financial planning help for your business, give our office a call at 262-522-4040 or visit thecowalway.com. Back with the Retirement Clinic and the Kowal Investment Group today, Chauncey Weisensell and Marie McFarland hosting the program, How Do You Stack Up? With your retirement plan, that is the focus in this segment. By the way, we just heard the boss segment, I should mention. Business owners, savings, and security as a footnote to this whole show and what you do, Marie. You work with you know, individuals such as people like myself that want to retire and have a plan. You also work with business owners. Correct. We work with business owners and help them navigate their complex planning for retirement because it's a different Right, oh, yeah. it's a different uh, type of plan than you would for an individual or a family. That's right, mm-hmm. uh, and all sizes of business owners, all types. So we feature that once a week. Now we get back to your retirement plan. So, Marie, you want to talk about how do you stack up? I is this like how do I compare myself to others? Yes, oh. these are always fun, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I know it's going to happen here. Right? I know you're, you're like, gonna. <laughs> you're like Joe Still that one week. He quizzed me the entire program. And I got everyone wrong. Yeah, this is going to be fun. So this is how do you stack up when it comes to retirement? It's an article I found by Andrew Rosen on Kiplinger. Um, And so I'm going to kind of give you just, I would say they give an average balance for individuals around 65 and older. So the balance is about 407,000. And this is according to an employee benefit research institute. Um, so about 17% of this age group has 700,000 or more, 11.6 have a million or more. So generally the highest balances are seen for those between 55 and 64. Okay. So that one I'm going to put short and sweet. The other ones are going to be a little more. Oh, well, I fall into that demographic at 57 years old. Yes. And I think, you know, you'll have scales on both sides, right? So don't necessarily compare yourself to the average because the average probably isn't trying to obtain what you're trying to obtain in retirement. Yeah, and also don't be, uh, like we said before, it's never too late to start and catch up, right? Yeah. There's even catch-up provisions. So don't be intimidated by any numbers either because every situation is different. And when you mention these numbers, that's individually, not your you and your spouse, right? Not combined? Correct. Okay. Individual. Yep. Got it. Um, all right, so the statistic number two is Social Security benefits. Um, I will say that most people, right, the population heavily relies on Social Security. And in fact, it's about X percent of individuals 
claim their benefit by the age of 65. So guess what percentage? You're asking me? Yes. What percentage claim by 65? Oh boy. 40. 90% of people. No. Yes. See, I'm horrible at this. And so the crazy so thing- So almost everybody- Almost. Yeah. And the crazy thing is 65 isn't full retirement age for Social Security. So you're taking six. Well, it depends on when you were born, but let's just say six between 66 and 67. Um, And so essentially you're taking a reduction in your Social Security benefits if you file before age 65. What's the earliest I can start taking Social? 62. Got it. So the average benefit is about $1,825 per month, and that's according to the Social Security Administration. Um, so if you think about that, right, that's about, let's just call it 2000 a month, so about 4000 a month for a married couple. Um, that's not a lot to live on, in my opinion. <laughs> it's not. Um, not considering where we're at now with inflation and yes. the, just the cost of life. Like groceries alone is Now, many people at retirement will say, well, yeah, but my house will be paid for and I'm not going to have kids in college and all that. Yeah, true. I agree with that. Like, you won't probably have a mortgage if you've done, you know, if that was important to you to have that paid off. But you still Correct. have property taxes. You still have homeowners insurance, right? You still have, now you have health insurance. You have all these things that- A couple of cars, Yes, you always need a car. Your house will always need maintenance. So oh, yeah. there's something that's always going to pop up. Chauncey and I were just talking about that. Yes, <laughs> so sure. The never-ending oh, it's, it's yeah. If you're a homeowner, I guess. <laughs> and let me tell you this, it's only going to get worse. It's no, a I'm money just, pit. No. <laughs> it is. If you want to remodel, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, kitchens now are over hundred grand with oh, cabinets yeah. and everything. So everything costs a lot of money. Going over that Social Security to review, 1800 some was the average? Yep, 1825 A month. A month yeah. is the average. So that alone, no way is that enough, in my humble opinion. Yeah, it's not. Um, if you have done a great job saving, right, and you can live off what you've saved for a few years and delay Social Security, this is a complex situation, so there's multiple factors that go in, so talk with us before you make that decision, but... Um, essentially, you know, if you had the opportunity, you could live off of what you've saved for a little while and let that social security increase. The other statistic is health expenses. Um, it's a daunting. Oh boy. And there's the fear of the unknown as we age, everybody's health is different, but if you're slammed with a major health issue later in life, that can be very scary. Yes. It can be very expensive, Marie. Very expensive. I mean... With insurance, I'm talking. Oh, yes. Just, you know, everything. Everything adds up. And I've heard some crazy, crazy medical expenses. Mm -hmm. Still the number one cause for American personal bankruptcy filing is medical Medical. bills. Mm -hmm. So there you go. I mean, I could go on so many stories about that, but it is crazy yes uh, one day we will spend an entire hour we should on medical <laughs> and then i can go on my rant about the medical industry and how crazy oh, it's, that it's is. crazy it's the only yeah. industry we get away with like I there's know. no menu board no it's terrible. i don't know what's this gonna cost i don't know wait till you get in your insurance bill they'll tell you <laughs> don't dare you get a band-aid while you're at the office either because <laughs> right. that's gonna cost you oh yeah a pretty penny <laughs> um so health expenses for retirees the Bureau of Labor Statistics, they say individuals age 65 or older will spend an average of $7,030 per year on health care. Um, and so 
when you say it out loud, it doesn't sound like a significant amount of money, but when you break it down, it's probably more than what you're spending right now. So it, I would say it f- it'll feel like a lot of money, especially when you're the one paying the bill, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like it no longer is gets deducted from your paycheck. It's you have to pay that bill. Um, this does tend to increase as you get older. The breakdown of it is about 5000 on health insurance, about 1000 on medical service, about 700 on medications, and about 200 on medical supplies. So again, it just will depend completely on how what your needs are. Sure. A lot of Americans might be way over that amount too. Yes. And that was a single person. So married couples, you're looking at 14000 or more sure. a year, which again, putting that number into a monthly expense, that's about over $1,000 a month. That's a significant amount of money. Uh, considering average social security, yeah. you only got eight hundred left. There you go. That's a tough. That's yeah. a tough month. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other one statistic is a kind of a fun one, so I'm going to quiz you quite a bit on this. This looks at how does an average day, what does an average day for a retiree look like? So the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics American Time Use Survey did the survey and asked retirees how they spent their day. So I'm going to ask you, how many hours do you think retirees spend sleeping? You mean in a 24-hour period? Yes, in a 24-hour period. I'll just say eight. Close. Nine hours. Hmm. So you increase that a little. Okay. That's good. I like sleep. <laughs> you get the luxury of sleeping nine hours. So you surpass yeah. the eight-hour suggestion. Yeah. Probably way above your six hours that you normally get while you're working. Yeah. <laughs> so you get a little bit, but you can sleep in as you retire. Yes. So sleeping is a portion of your day. Um, how much, how many hours do you think are spent eating, drinking, and grooming? Definitely more. Uh Eating, drinking, and grooming. <laughs> oh boy, I'm gonna say two and a half. Pretty close. So it's about two hours. Okay. So two hours you spend eating, drinking, and grooming. Now my eating, like lunch for me, is seven minutes. That's all I got. Yeah. So now you can have a hour lunch. Right. Essentially. Yeah. Take my time. <laughs> I most of the time I just say, "What's lunch?" Like. Yeah. <laughs> just, Eat at your desk yeah, and go. Sit at your desk and go. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, what about relaxation and leisure? How many hours do you think? I'll, I'm going to up it there a little bit, Marie. I'm going to say about um, three hours a day. Six hours a day. Oh, that was off by half. And the best one, how many hours spent on TV, watching TV? Three. Four and a half hours. Oh, I think that statistic is the one that kills me. That's a like lot. You of t- spend... I don't watch near that now. Well, you don't have the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at work. You're gonna have the time. Four hours, huh? Yeah. So retirees on their flat screens. Good it's for them. really. It's kind of mind blowing thinking you've worked forty years and then you spent <laughs> <laughs> you spend four hours a day. Um, so almost 30 hours a week. And then drinking and eating and TV. grooming <laughs> and hobbies. There's a day. That's a very fulfilled day. That's a yes. full-time job. It is. I've, I, have, I would have no problem with that. Me and neither, Maybe actually. some grandkids yeah. and then just laying in a hammock and doing yeah. nothing. So now, That was good. It puts retirement in perspective. It should be an exciting time of your life, right? Yes. If health permits. 
And uh, that was a great segment. So how do you stack up in other words? Yeah, how do you stack up? And if you want to make make Netflix your full-time job, like, go ahead. That's your prerogative. That's the average. (laughs) Yeah, you worked for it. (laughs) Go for it. Lock yourself in at home theater and enjoy the Netflix. Uh, Again, I highly recommend watching um, the first episode of with the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. The uh, Hard Knocks, Hard it's Knocks, called. Yeah. yeah, Very good, very I good stuff wait. if you like football. Also, another thing on Netflix is called Quarterback, where they follow a few quarterbacks in the NFL. It's a series done by Peyton Manning. So if you're bored and you've got four hours to spare, <laughs> go watch both of those things. I can digest four hours. <laughs> yes. All right, what's up next? It's the weekly feature we call the Wealth Management and Preservation segment with the Kowal Investment Group. With Marie McFarlane and Chauncey Weisenzell, I'm Paul Cronforst. The Retirement Clinic will be right back on ISN. If I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, will I buy It is that house? time. Welcome back. The Retirement Clinic and the Wealth Management and Preservation segment. Chauncey Weisenzell has that for us today. Yes, and we like to say the show is for everyone, but this segment in particular is for people who have a million dollars or more. Um, and so I find a good, found a good article on The Moneyist, was basically someone that reads the article, uh, wrote in with their situation, um, and just had some questions. And basically the gist of it was, can I never afford, can I afford to never work again? Um, so basically, can I stop working, right? Um, so the person that wrote in, he is 62 years old, single, no kids. Um, his house is free and clear. He's got some IRAs and a Roth, about $350,000. He's got about $840,000 in two guaranteed income deferred annuities that he'd rolled over from some 401ks. And he had about $500,000 in brokerage accounts. Um, and then he had some other smaller investments with about $80,000, $85,000 in checking savings. Uh, and basically, he said he had always planned to retire at 65. Um, but at 61, he had started a new job that was paying him really well, but it just had a terrible culture and it was a terrible environment. So he quit about a week later, his, one of his parents became sick. Um, and so he kind of became a caretaker for his parents. And so about a year later, he was asking, do I, do I really need to go back to work? I'm 62. I haven't worked for a year. Uh, can I make it? Um, his expenses are about $3,000 a month. Uh, and his total assets were about $1.7 million from the list I just gave you. Um, and I'd say $3,000 a month seems fairly low. We just talked about how high people's expenses are a lot of time. And a lot of times if I see $3,000 and a client comes in, I'm like, there's probably some things there you're not accounting for or thinking of. Um, so it's always good to sit down and do a good budget. Um, but uh, in this guy's case, um, he was able to take advantage of having enough money to be able to step away from work for a while, take care of his parents, and especially as your parents get older. Spending as much time with them as you can is incredibly important, right? Um, if you're blessed to have one or both of them still around you know, when you're in your early 60s. Oh, it's, it's everything. Yeah. And so to be able to take that time and be a caretaker for him, cause a transition. Uh, And a lot of people, right, had a different relationship with work after COVID and working from home. And do I really need to work? Do I want to keep working? Uh, A lot of questions like that. But basically, he was very concerned about getting to Social Security at 67. Uh, And so the first gap he needed to bridge is 62 to 65 when he could get on Medicare, right? And so that's where we would consider and say, maybe we look at those taxable mutual funds that you have. If your income stays low enough, a lot of times you can get those subsidies. So you have lower health insurance premiums, right? Because while he has $1.7 million, you can 
play the system a little bit and make it look like you don't have that much income for a few years, have lower health insurance premiums, um, and kind of bridge that gap. And then when you hit 65, you know, start looking at your IRAs and different things like that um, to supplement. Um, and we had mentioned the old good old 4% rule, right? And if his expenses truly are $36,000 a year, 4% of his portfolio is about $52,000 a year. So he's in really great shape, plus Social Security. That's right. In addition, mm-hmm. which isn't a lot, like we said, but it's still, let's, what was the average? We were 1800 1800 Okay, so that yeah. adds. And if you're a high income earner, obviously it's going to be even higher. Um, and so there's lots of different strategies at play here. Um, but you can really make sure that, you know, you've got a good plan in place. If you have questions like this, gentlemen, um, give us a call. If you've accumulated a decent amount of money, maybe you're getting close, really thinking about pulling the plug at work or you know, even getting to what you like to say a work optional lifestyle, or he said, "Do a, can I afford to never work again?" Um, in his case, the answer is yes. Interesting, because he had a pretty good paying job, but he didn't like it. Like, yeah, and that's happiness, and boy, that's everything, right? Yeah, it's just taking the time to enjoy life a little bit and spend time with your parents, your family, your loved ones, and not work. You know, another day, another month, another year, uh, and, and just decide to retire and enjoy the time and, you have. And as Total assets were $1.7 million in savings. That may seem pretty good to some people. Yeah, and some people are like, oh my gosh, you know, that's yeah. a ton. Um, but again, it totally depends on your lifestyle, right? If if he says on here, I want to spend $10,000 a month is what I need. Then it's not going to work. It's ah, All right, maybe you're going to have to go back to work for a few more years, that's right? right? But if your expenses are low enough and you're at a point, you know, we can run a cash flow analysis and say, this looks great. You know, you can retire and you in his case, he probably's got some wiggle room to spend more than three thousand dollars a month. Obviously, we'll, well, after the break, we'll come back. You mentioned cash flow analysis. Basically, when are you ready, or when can you retire, and what's enough, right? So we'll talk about that again. The Cowal Investment Group has a great website, thecowalway.com. With Chauncey Marie, I'm Paul Cronforst. We'll be right back with the Retirement Clinic. up the retirement clinic we want to thank marie mcfarland another fantastic show marie thank you yeah thank you it's been fun and thank you for the quiz questions i did kind of you did very well did i i I mean i I came back a little you did you did very well to make it okay after a rough start out of the gates chauncey weisensell thank you for another great edition of the retirement clinic yeah wonderful to be here as always now at the cowell investment group to reach out to either of you or anybody 262 5224040 remember 2625224040 thecowalway.com we're on every saturday the retirement clinic will be back next week every week at 10 a.m. And of course, those daily market updates during the Mark Belling Show, 3 p.m. and 5 p.m. news blocks. Located in Waukesha, Port Washington, Phoenix, Racine, Heartland, and soon to be Delafield. Marie, remind me when you open up in Delafield. We think September. That's not far away. No. <laughs> uh, TBD, though. Both of you, right? You too, Chauncey. Yep, I'll be spending some time there as, as well as the world headquarters. And so you can meet. There's a virtual Zoom meetings still happen, right? Yes. Yeah, all Conference the time. calls. There's, there's so many ways to meet with somebody from the Cowell Investment Group. That was a fantastic show. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. You too, Paul. Thanks for joining us. Back next Saturday with the Retirement Clinic. Stay tuned. News coming up next. It's WISN Milwaukee.